This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You are now listening to Boys Next Door. I am not the one the Yo, welcome to a new episode of Boys Next Door Podcast. I am Bitch, I think my contact just came out. Well, that's my name. What's your name? <laughs> well, my name is Darrell. And, uh, you know, sorry the episode didn't come out on time. But, you know, it's fine. Things happen. Moving right along. You know what I want to talk about today, sir? What do you want to talk about? Um, You know, I'm having this little issue, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm not really dating this nigga. Girl. <laughs> But like I would like to I mean he's a nice person Um, Is she? He's nice to me And uh, cool But he's I don't I don't feel like He's as interested As um, I would like for somebody to be And it's not that he's not Um Okay, let me just say this. He's a horrible communicator, right? I like we probably text like three or four times a day, and then next day three or four times a day, and then and so it's like we barely talk, we barely hang out for some reason. Like our plans just never sync up, and on top of that, I mean, you know, just for me, like I just feel like somebody who's not putting in a whole lot of effort probably really doesn't care to put in any effort because if they did they would put in the effort so my question is you know what should i do about the situation what would you advise somebody in my shoes to do about this situation because i mean he is cool he hasn't like i'm not like enamored with him because i haven't had time to you know enough time spent with them to be enamored but i just i don't i don't know if i want to continue if the communication is going to be as trash as it is now going forward well you know everybody says first impression is everything Mm -hmm. so my thing is being that i'm a person that's big on communication if i start to see in the door off back that you're not good with communicating I feel like that's a problem. Now, it'll be different if you let me know on the door. Like, you know, there's times where I'm not good with communicating. I mean, I can work on it for you. But I'm just letting you know in the door that I'm not a good communicator. So, if I'm letting you know this in the door, hey, you can either stick around or you can either go. See, I don't think I was afforded that. I didn't find out he was a horrible communicator until I... 
started communicating with him and it was just like oh my god could you please just text back in a timely fashion for once and that's the thing that i don't be liking it's like a person knows that they're a bad communicator yes. but they don't say nothing about it yes. until you bring it up yes it's like why are you not telling me this in the door if you don't like the text what do you like to do talk on the phone okay maybe i don't like to talk on the phone which i don't but I'll consider doing some different shit for you. If me talking to you on the phone helps me to get to know you more, helps us to get setting up dates and shit. I don't, I mean, I'm not going to be texting all, we don't have to text the whole day, but I would like some sort of consistent, like means of communicating with you. Now, mind you, this person claims to listen to the show, so he might listen to this episode. It's fine. I don't care. I just feel like if you are interested in somebody, you should take, what was that? You should take like some initiative some initiative, and like take it more serious if that's what you want to do. Now, in person, we have great conversation, I think. And that's how, the bad, that's the crazy part about it. The people who don't communicate well via text calls and all of that when you meet them in person it be like damn you got all of this good conversation yeah, all this shit but to you say. can't use it throughout <laughs> the day when we're not around each other miss mama what is the problem that's how i should have started off the episode hey miss mamas <laughs> i'm gonna add that in um yeah that's my thing and i i feel like i don't know and the first time we hung out i told him i was like the way you text is trash. Like, I don't, I don't like that. And he said that he would attempt to do better, but I haven't seen better. And I always like that's like, usually their favorite line. I always go to like what Judge Judy tells people. She be like, "It's this is as good as it gets. Like, if this is how bad it is now, it's not gonna get better. Like, this is the, the best it's gonna be. Then you got the ones that know they are bad communicator." And they'd be like, well, what do you want me to do about it? Bitch, and I tell you what I want you to do about it. And you turn around five minutes later and doing the same thing. And I don't like repeating myself. I feel like, I don't, I don't, first of all, I don't want to feel like, because once I start feeling like I care too much, then I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to dead you. Because then I'm going to start acting crazy. And I don't want to do that. So I would rather just dip out and bow out now while I still have my sanity. Because in the long run, it's really only going to affect me. I don't want to feel like I'm begging nobody to hang out with me or talk to me or spend time with me. I just, I want you to do it because I'm doing it on my end. And then I try to get cute and be like, okay, he took five hours to respond. I respond later. But then I end up responding like, yeah. And then that makes it worse. Uh, Yeah, that's not not good either. In the words of Onika, wake up, hoes. It it doesn't make it better that I try to like do that. I, like I even tried to go a whole day without texting him. And I was like, so he's just not gonna text me first. <laughs> yeah, and that's the problem with us people in 2019. We try to go tit for tat too much, and I kind of catch myself doing the same thing sometimes. But it's like at the end of the day, this ain't gonna solve nothing at all. So it's just best that. One of us take the initiative to speak on the situation. After we speak on the situation, if nothing changes, then it's best that you leave it alone. And that's what I'm going to tell you right now. 
if you feel like the communication is a problem and you spoke to him about the situation already, he said that he was going to change. He let you know on the door. I mean, he let you know after you brought it up to him that he knows he's not a good communicator. If he knows he's not a good communicator and he states that he will change it and didn't change it, hmm, leave it alone. Hey, it, Miss Mama. I agree. I agree. I don't even have nothing to say. I agree. But... I don't. I feel like I haven't broken it down. I feel like I'm gonna get. I'm gonna say it one more time. Cause I I say it like jokingly. Like if he takes me back too slow, I'll I'll joke about how like awful he is mm. with texting. But I don't feel like I've been serious enough about how irritating that is to me. You know what? I lied. I lied. I did. I did explain to him that um, it's annoying that he texts horribly. But I didn't tell him that. It's a turn off. Like I, I wasn't explicit about like this is like borderline a deal breaker for me. I never s- expressed that to him. So I'm gonna give him that courtesy and I'm gonna tell him. And I want to tell him face to face, but I kind of want to do it via text so it's like in black and white, so you can't dispute whether or not I said it. And you want to know what the crazy part about the whole thing is? I feel like the people that has bad communication skills are. The people that can turn out to be one of the best relationships and and see it's probably not part. even like his communication skills it's probably just like he just not a person that's on his phone because there are people like that and that's fine but if you're trying to date somebody hmm. that is an excuse that cannot fly because i'm at work all day and I'm not even supposed to have my phone on me at work. And I'm still texting people back at work. That's what I was going to you know say. Because you have some people that's on their phone 24-7. But just. People, unfortunately. You have people that's on their phone 24-7. But just not responding back to text messages. And they're sitting there claiming that they didn't get it. They get that notification. But being that they doing other shit. They just forgetting to respond because I know some people like that. Now I will Miss Freddie, she's one of them. <laughs> I am one of those people. Like I'm always on my phone, but text messages, if I'm on Twitter or Instagram or YouTube, I'll see the message pop down and in my head I'm writing the response. But by the time the message goes back into the goes back up, I've forgotten about it. Like I have the memory of uh Dory. Like I see it and then I forget it But when it comes to somebody I'm trying to get to know I think I have a little more attentiveness That's 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 the word I think I was looking for earlier Like I don't feel like he's attentive Enough to even like move further into We're not even in the talking stage It's just like I don't even know if I want to enter the talking stage If we don't talk and then we don't talk enough to even plan stuff. And then when we plan stuff, it's like, let's chill. No, I want to I wanna go out. That's another thing. So how do you feel about guys who always, and this has nothing to do with me per se. I'm just, this is just a general question. How do you feel about guys who always want to just Netflix and chill, quote unquote? Hmm. In my opinion, I mean, I like a date every mm-hmm. now and then, mm-hmm. but maybe in the beginning I like dates and stuff, but like once we really get to know each other, I'm fine with just 
sitting in the house, being around each other, talking and stuff. And getting to know each other like that. Because it's like... I really don't like to be in public around people when it comes to like me and the person that I'm dating anyway. You don't like PDA? You are- No, I do. But it's like... The people, the outside people that's looking at us, I should say. It's like when I want to show affection and all of that. So you have a complex about being a gay man dating other men and being seen with your partner in public. No, I don't. It's just that I don't like people to side at me because being that I'm... So you do. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I get it. Because it's like... I don't want to jump to the fence and fuck somebody up. I used to, I used to feel like that, but now I'm so, I'm so grown, and I just so do not care. But I also have not been in, you know, situations long enough to want to be seen out with somebody. I think, <laughs> like, yes. I'll go out with guys, and then it just, it, but it won't be like, oh, this is like a thing. So I don't, I, I don't know if I've ever even experienced that emotion, to be honest, in my like adult dating life. But I feel like I'm now I'm a homebody. I like to be at home all the time. I, most of the time, I like to be at home alone. Okay, I don't like I, like if you walk in my house, it's probably dead silent in here. Dead yeah, silent and dildos. Um, well, you know, the dildo comes out a little later, but it's okay. It's fine. I like to be alone a lot, and I am a homebody. I like to be in a house. I have fun at home. That's why I, like, I don't even be buying, like, clothes and shoes and stuff, and stuff that I actually need, because I don't go outside. I like to buy stuff for my house so I can luxuriate at home. Like, that's fun for me. Sex toys are not for your house, but okay. Um, they're for my hole, which is also my house. So I feel like, and when it comes to dating, I would like to go out so we can go out and experience stuff together. And I would like to chill at home. I would like a balance, but I don't want a guy that only wants to like, well, let's just stay in the house. Well, let's just stay in the house. Well, let's watch a movie. Let's do like, that's cool. But it's like, okay, do you not want to see me in outside? Do you not want to be seen with me in the daylight? <laughs> like what's, are you hiding something? Like what's going on? I would like to go outside and, and get some vitamin D from the natural source. I don't want to just get the vitamin D from inside your pants. Whoa. Yeah, that That does sound fun, though, but... Yeah, but... mm, Not all the time. I just think it needs to be a balance. That's for me. But you wreck your hoe every day. No, I don't. With your toys. No, I don't. Like, once a week. Yeah, you're sick. Speaking of one, how many, how how often do you need to have sex? If you if you're like in a, well, let's do it both ways. If you're single, how often do you need to have sex? If I'm and if you're in a relationship, how often do you need to have sex? If I'm single, I don't care. I don't even have to have sex. But if I'm in a relationship, we don't have to have sex. But I would con if we stay in the same house or we see each other every day, like laying in the same bed and stuff. 
I mean, I feel like we should do something sexual every day, but it don't have to technically be sex, but yeah. Like physical penetration. I'm good for like once a week. Same. Because I don't need to be doing all that all the time. It takes so much work to. So how I feel like you, I complain about this a lot, but it it really takes too much energy it to does. It just it's a lot. So how would you feel if the person that you're dating wanted you to top them every day? I could do that. That don't take no work. <laughs> I mean, it don't take no preparation. Okay. Plus, get a look good cardio. I mean, every day, that's basically like just beating off every day. But I'm not going to be on the receiving end every day. That's not going to happen. So back to dating. <sighs> um, That thing. Do you let the person you're dating or talking to, courting, getting to know... Do you let them meet your meet your friends, and how soon do you let them meet your friends? Um, so I don't. <laughs> People that I'm dating, they normally meet my close friends, like close close friends, not people that I'm just like. Say my friends when I'm outside Not them type of people But they normally meet my close close friends When I know for a fact that This is going to be serious And This is going to be going on a while But I also have gotten to a point Where I sometimes don't even want them To meet my close friends Because it's sometimes Always a problem it's like once Because in the past Like I've had people That I let meet my friends And after they met my friends It was just like For some reason Shit began to go downhill Okay And the reason why I felt like It began to go downhill Because it's like Now my friends know Who this person is And it's like Now Being that they know Who this person is the person that I'm dating is being watched more So If he was out at LA Fitness Talking to another nigga One of my friends running to them Now I'm beginning to find out everything So now it's becoming a problem And they just like You and your fucking friends Too fucking nosy Don't want to date you anymore I, I feel like letting a nigga meet your friends is kind of like posting him on Instagram. It's kind of like, basically, um, you know, you don't want to do that too soon. And first of all, I'm not posting you at all. But you Me definitely neither. don't want to do it too soon. I don't like, I treat, I, I, treat, I treat my friends like kind of with the same respect that I treat my family. So if I wouldn't let you meet my family, I'm not letting you meet my friends. I would prefer not to. Like if we happen to like cross paths. Uh, we ended up at the same place And I'm like oh, okay this is so and so That I was telling you about Fine Yeah, cause But I don't want to be that friend That always got a new nigga coming around Yeah cause if you notice like The person that I was talking to When I went to like Talk to him and stuff If we was all outside together And he was outside I would pull him to the side And I would tell y'all Stay right here 
I'll be back. And then you have one friend that's like, oh, you didn't even introduce him to us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I, I, I mean... I guess if it got serious enough, that that would be the reason. But see, even when I got serious with somebody, it was just like I okay. I introduced one guy to my best friend, but they had already knew each other. But you know, I introduced him as like, okay, this is somebody that I'm talking to, and it was it. I mean, obviously after that it went downhill because we're not together anymore. But like, it wasn't because like no fishy stuff was happening i just feel like something in the universe clicks like when you start showing somebody off and like oh this is who i'm talking to this that and the third something clicks and it's like okay now it's time for this person to start fucking up they finna yeah. do something that's just that's like finna saying. make it not cool anymore so how would you feel if you've been dating somebody for five months that's a long time to be dating I mean, like, seriously talking to them, dating, damn near in a relationship at okay. this point. All right. Um, and you finally decide to take this person to a friend's party with you because your friend told you to bring the plus one. Mm-hmm. And you take him to the party with you and you introduce him to your friend and your friend be like, oh, I already know Keith. Man, Keith used to fuck around. What would I do in that situation? Yeah. Um. I mean, what would you can continue you to fuck with Keith, or yeah, would just, you leave? that's not my business. Because I it's not. Say it's the not the same thing. Because you know it right. always happens to us. But it yeah. happens a lot, and it's not even. It's not like I met Keith through you. It's right. like I met Keith. You knew Keith before I knew Keith, but I didn't know you knew Keith. So. It, but that really don't got nothing. I'm glad you told me. I would. I now. I do want my friends to tell me, even if it's as irritating as it is to meet a nigga and just to think, oh, nobody knows him finally, and then just to have like all your friends you be a like a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah, I already know him. I was like, oh fuck. But that don't. I mean, that's not gonna stop me from dating him. You. A couple if weeks anything, ago. it makes it easier because now I have more. I I have more background information on you. I can get more. Uh, Digs. Yeah. But that be the thing though. Like, I had a friend who was talking to a ex situation ship of mine, and he came to me for advice about the situation. And I basically told him, like, you know, you should pay it because I feel like the same thing that I was dealing with with him is the same thing that you're going to be dealing with. And, of course, he was like, oh, no, I think he's different this time around. And I was like, okay, well, you go ahead and try that out. And boom. Exactly what I told him was going to happen, happened. And, you know, then my next question was, how would you feel if after your friend found out that y'all were dating and you continue to date Keith? So now your friend don't want to be friends anymore. I I mean that's childish to me because it's not like I knew. I didn't I did not seek Keith out because Keith was associated with you. Me and Keith found each other just by happenstance. It's not like 
Okay, so then my next question would be, how would you feel if you knew that your friend was dating Keith before and yet along you thought Keith was so fine that after your friend and Keith broke up, you potential Keith potentially reached out to you. See, I y'all started talking. See, that, I, then I wouldn't. I, I would have no parts of that. Cause then, then, then you would be breaking friend code. I see. I feel like the the first situation is outside of friend code. Like I did not know that y'all had a situation, but now we are in a situation, and whether it lasts or not, this is what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. So you know. Yeah, cause I had a situation like that before. I was dating someone and. Uh, I became friends with someone and you know I was discussing to them about the ex situation shit and you know I told them everything damn near all what I was going through with this person and then randomly the person that I thought was my friend began to unfollow me on social media and stuff and just became distant with conversation with me and I just reached out to him and I was like why did you unfollow me on social media like what's going on And the person basically told me like Yeah so I'm dating somebody that you used to date And I don't want any problems Me Oh no it's fine Who are you dating that I used to date Says the name Oh okay bitch when I see you outside It's on site So he purposely went after somebody That he knew you were involved with Literally And it was so crazy because this was actually the last person that I dated and all of that. And I was still healing from this situation. And you up and you go and begin to date this person? Yeah, see, I, w- I would never do that. After I talked about how he wasn't shit and all of that. Now, that's breaking friend code. Friend code is like you don't... And it's so funny because I was just watching Grownish and they had, you know, a situation like this on the show. You watch Grownish? No. Okay, so they uh, they had a situation like this on the show, but in that situation on the show, if you watch the show, you know what I'm talking about. She definitely broke girl code. But at the same time, it's like how now if it's somebody that you were talking to like very lightly like y'all didn't get serious at all and then your friend swoops in and starts talking to them but they knew you was talking to this person is that like a violation because y'all wasn't serious y'all didn't claim each other y'all wasn't in a relationship i mean no i don't think that's a violation because now it'd be different if like i'm telling you like oh yeah i'm talking to the i'm kicking it with this boy named freddie but we're not doing much but fucking and stuff you know don't matter and you come up and be like oh well since y'all not really serious or nothing what if i consider dating him i probably will tell you bitch shoot your shot let's just let me finish getting my dick yeah it's some it's some it's some dudes you could just be like all right you can have that yeah because me and you know what never mind yeah okay so the next question i think should be how do you feel about friends with benefits? Like those friends that y'all are friends, but you know, y'all have those days where it's like, bitch, I'm drunk, you drunk. We ain't got nobody to kick it with, so let's just do this. I feel like two people need to be really mature to be friends with benefits. 
Cause that could go left so quickly. Totally Not for me because I consider myself mature enough to be able to handle something like that. I'm all about like if we don't have to have no feelings, we we could we could just we could avoid it, please. But I would I would be like apprehensive about being friends with benefits with somebody who I felt like liked me. Cause I don't want to take advantage of nobody. Cause okay, I, if, yeah, I, if, so I, if I if I if I feel sense. like you like me, I'm not gonna entertain that. But how would you feel like if? Otherwise, like, I mean, friends who mess around. I mean, I feel like it's a slippery slope, but it's really not that deep. I mean, cause why? Why not? If you can't trust your friends, then what? Okay, so what if you have a friend y'all messing around and stuff, and then like, at some point in time, this friend begins to. At first, he didn't have feelings for you, but he being you be shut it down. But unless the feeling is mutual, otherwise, shut it down. Okay, and the feeling is not mutual, but y'all still consider like hanging out and stuff. But now you can tell that when y'all going outside and stuff, and you flirting with other niggas in front of this person, that he's starting to become jealous. He's not saying it, but you can tell in his facial expressions and stuff. Well then we need to cut it off Either we just gonna be friends Or we gonna be nothing at all So then that's When my next question comes into play Would you risk A good ass friendship To be friends with benefits With somebody that may Down the line Catch feelings for you That they wasn't trying They wasn't expecting it But it happened out of nowhere because of that thing change I mean you wouldn't know until you do it Because you can't predict the future but Yeah because and, we... I, and I saw this debate on Twitter people were saying like You can't have sex with your friends And I don't really know if that's true Yeah me neither Because <laughs> I've I'm had... now, listen, I'm not saying I've had sex with any of my friends I'm just saying that I've had sex with my friends But not the friends that's my friends It's like like every everybody has like their levels of friends. Yeah. It's like you got those, oh, this my friend. We call each other girl, sis, bitch, all of that, and then you have that, oh, this my friend. If it come down to what need to be done, it's that type of friend. I definitely have my best friends. I have my friends. Yeah. And then I have people who I see outside who I speak to. And then like social media. I have my best friend I have my Friends and then I have my Hey girl how's it going And keep going And then of course you got the Oh that's you from Instagram So I mean friends with benefits That's I mean that's That's a sticky I mean I guess it just Depends on the situation So speaking of Friends I have a couple questions that we're going to discuss. The first question is, how should you feel if you have a friend that secretly can't take you, but act as if y'all are the best of friends, but you know this person doesn't really fuck with you? How are so they supposed to? Um, you and what's his name? No, it's not. <laughs> Frenemies. <laughs> um, I don't really have friends like that. Not that I know of. I don't have friends like that either. I feel like I've cut them off a long time ago. And that was just that. 
Um, I feel like you should always be able to discern whether or not somebody's like taking jabs at you or envious of you or um, like poking at your insecurities. Like you should always be able to tell like what somebody around you is doing to you and if they're doing it to you out of like spite because yeah. that is not your friend. Yeah, because somebody had, who's jealous of you is not your friend. Yeah, because I had a friend that knew like all of the stuff that I was going through at a time in life and I feel like they took it all and they would just throw it at me and it was doing nothing to me but bringing me down more and more and more so it was just like okay bitch you're doing this on purpose so we need to stop being friends and then when I brought it to your attention you began to do it more so it was just like yeah I'm telling you what I'm going through and then you're taking it and you're using it as a fucking weapon. And it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, I've been... So I told you that I wanted to do this or I was feeling this way about not being able to do this. And you come at me and you tell me, oh, bitch, that's why you can't do this because you and that. And it's just like, oh, okay. I've been lucky enough to not have friends like that. Because I do think I have the gift of discernment. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I don't. I wouldn't even let nobody like that in my circle. I'm very picky about like who I call my friend. It takes me a minute. It either takes like a long time for me to be like, okay, that's my friend, or it takes like it's no certain time period, but it, it's it's about the the vibe and the connection. And so, if your vibe is not like something I could vibe with you would never be my friend I would keep you at a distance or I wouldn't speak to you at all when it comes to me picking friends I feel like every time when I'm trying to really figure out if this person is my friend or not it's like I'm placed in the situation and it's like if I come to this person with this situation and it's like off back they give me the advice or whatever I need at that time. It's just like, I be like, damn. Okay, so you really are my friend. Like one of my friends, for example, um, I was going through something at the time and I just was like holding it in and holding it in. Okay, somebody get killed outside. I was like holding it in and holding it in. And it's just like, I'm dealing with this and I'm dealing with this. And it was just one night. And I believe my friend, like at the time, my friend, I was, I'm not going to say at the time. And I believe my friend like was going through something too, but wasn't saying anything about it. And, you know, it was one night we went outside and I just was like really drunk and I was really high. And I began to think about the situation and stuff. And out of nowhere, I just started crying. We was like pulled over in front of my house. And I just started crying. I was like bawling out crying. And then I looked over and then it's like, because out of nowhere, I just was like to my friend, like, can we like play some gospel music? Because at that moment, I just was thinking to myself, like, I'm really going through something. And I need to let this out and I don't care who see it. And I just feel like 
if this person is really my friend, like they say they is, they should be able to understand, like they should be able to just let me cry and let me deal with what I'm dealing with at this time and not even ask me like, you know, what you going through and why you crying. They should be able to automatically connect. So this is, I looked over and as I was crying, I looked over and, my, and the friend was crying too. And I just was like, wow. We was just crying for a good 30 minutes. I went up to get out the car after I got done crying. We gave each other a hug and stuff. You know, told each other like, you know, I love you, friend. Da, 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 da. Went upstairs and I woke up the next day and I just was at my desk at work. And I was just reflecting on that. Like, wow, we really sat in the car and cried. And it's like, we didn't discuss what we was going through. But it's like at that moment, we both were going through something. And it's just. Us coming together and crying together I don't know it was just something about that Just like okay yeah This person is definitely my friend And definitely can't go nowhere at this point Um so Ain't nobody gonna see me cry I'm a real motherfucker And that's how I feel too And that's when I knew at that moment Cause I don't like to cry in front of people And that's how I knew in front of that In that moment I knew yeah This person is really my friend Especially if I'm crying in front of them Cause I don't even cry In front of my family Like that I don't cry in front of nobody And that's the and thing I hate even crying to myself cause I be like Bitch what the fuck is you crying for That's why when I, when I need a good cry I like to cry on my way home from work at night <laughs> With the windows down And the music blasting Nobody can see me It's just me and the wind and my tears Flowing Like the waters of Lake Michigan Wait a goddamn minute <laughs> So what if you need to cry in the winter time? Well, first of all I ride down with my windows down All year round Like the heat Like in the winter Pneumonia no, like in the winter time, you cannot like if I'm sitting because my commute to work is very long. So me sitting in the car for 45 minutes with the heat on blast is torture. I have to let the windows down to let the air, you know, like flow in and out of my body, like my tears. Pneumonia. <laughs> um, I don't know how we got there, but I don't like crying in front of nobody. If you see me crying, it's probably because we're watching an emotional movie or something. I could, you know what? I cried in front of my mama one time. Oh, I broke down. I was listening to No More Drama by Mary J. Blige. And I was just being silly, dancing and singing to the song. And then when she got to like, first of all, that, that's the song I go to when I need to cry. So the fact that it was on and I'm thinking like, all right, I ain't in no bad mood. So this ain't going to trigger nothing. I started bawling. My mom was looking at me like, what's wrong with you? Let's talk. <laughs> I'm like, no, we don't need to talk about nothing. Just forget you even seen what just happened. Okay. It never happened. But, um. I think this is a good place to end, but I do think that the moral of the story is, what's the moral of the story? We need to, you need to be better about choosing your friends if you have friends around you that you feel are jealous of you or are like picking at your insecurities and using them against you because it's saying more about them than it is about you. Yeah, because honestly, if they got so much to say about you. Deep down inside, they're dealing with some stuff that they can't bottle themselves. So, they're picking at you. 
because they can't seem to face their own problems. So I'm going to give you this advice, sis. Pack them bitches up because they can't take you. And tell them, Miss Mama, I want you out of my life. That's gonna that's 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 gonna wrap up this week's episode of Boys Next Door. Please tune in next week featuring me, the Puerto Rican princess. Puerto Rican. Yes. Bitch, you as black as your motherfucking couch that you're sitting on. See, papi. Okay. Puerto Rico. See y'all next week.